The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Zach Coran of the Zach Coran Group with eXp Realty. Zach, thank you for joining me, brother. Thanks, Tony. Thanks so much for having me on your show today. No, it has been uh, a long time since we've met, but finally, officially, you know, get you on the podcast and able to not only get to share your story, but get to know you a little better through it too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been a long time and I'm excited to be here. And like I said, thanks again. So I guess looking back at it is uh, I met you when you were pretty much getting started in real estate then, because I think it has been about that six years uh, from the first time we actually connected. It, it was, it was because we were doing, you know, I think we were working on some marketing things together Yeah, and we had met through some mutual friends and uh, yeah, I think, so I had, I got my license in 20, let's see, early 2015. Yeah. And then, right. yeah. So then, and then I went full time, you know, in 20, 2017, 2018. So about five years full-time, seven, eight years with my license. And I got to say, I would never have guessed that based on the way you've marketed yourself. But kudos <laughs> to you, man. It looks like you were born into this. I, like, like you were born with your own show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful. So thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, it's it's been such an amazing journey, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I think I finally have found my calling in my heart and my soul. Like, didn't you even have a billboard up in like Franklin and Ontario or something? <laughs> I don't know. Or where North talking, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> or about. Or at least one in Wicker Park. Like, right I there. may have had a big billboard in North Damon in Milwaukee. That's what it was. Yeah. It was there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's when I was with that properties. It was right on the uh, the L, right? The, yeah. That, that, that's fine. I, I mean, I mean, you got, if you're going for exposure, you want people walking off the L and yeah. It was humongous it's that, it's that foot traffic. It was a big billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many calls from that billboard, you know, just, a, it, you know, and it's hard to run analytics from a billboard, sure, right? I sure. mean, you don't, I mean, it's, it's so difficult, but I did get, I did have a lot of friends texting me, calling me <laughs> saying, Hey, I saw your billboard. I'm like, great. Let's look into buy or sell something. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so right. funny. So, uh, you know, what drew you to real estate? What were you doing before that, that, uh, you made the move? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was in, I was in the fitness industry for 15 years, and uh, so I was a person. I was, you know, full-time personal training, no wellness, nutrition, uh, boot camps in the parks. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, that consumed about 50 to 60 hours a week for, you know, 12, 15 years. Good for you. Yeah. No, it was great. You know, it was a client-based business. I love. I mean, I loved coaching people. I loved helping people. Um, you know, I just love. I love seeing people give themselves a better life through fitness. You know, and luckily that is transferred into my real estate business as well. You know, so I did I did both of them side by side for about the first three years of uh, you know of you know together. You know, so it was kind of I, I don't want to say a double edged sword, but it, but it truly was because from a financial standpoint, I was able to transition into real estate while having a job that was you know, really conducive to showing houses and meeting clients and working weekends. Well, like the entrepreneur life, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what did you, I guess, transitioning from uh, fitness to real estate take away from the experience of it, right? How, what what did you learn in that business that translated over easily to, I mean, obviously working with clients, but yeah. you know, the, kind of the other things that, that two different worlds can be so similar? It's a great question. You know, first of all, I'd like to say that, you know, it's, you know, 
personal training fitness is very much like real estate in the sense of it's a relationship based business. For sure. So you have to go out, you have to go get your own clients, you know, in both businesses. So it's, it's a client based business. So not only do you have to go out and you have to try to market yourself to new people constantly, but you have to take care of the ones that you've worked with before and the ones that you're obviously currently working with because it's, it's, and, and it's very referral based. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and as far as making that, uh, the brand shift, how was that? <laughs> Tell me about just going from being seen as this personal trainer. And I mean, even now you look like you're still a personal trainer, right? Just keeping yeah. in shape. Um, how, how was that? And, and how did you approach, you know, getting people to recognize you as a realtor? I mean, honestly, that was so exciting for me. You know, I mean, I remember, you know, like I said, seven, eight years ago, it was that, that part of it was so exciting for me because I'd been in fitness for 15 years. I was at a point where I was capped out, you know, kind of financially, mentally, spiritually, kind of all of it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I needed real estate was something that I definitely wanted to pursue. So marketing myself and branding myself as like, you know, uh, in this new endeavor was so exciting. So, you know, one thing that somebody told me, you know, early on, and he was kind of, he was, he's a big, big real estate mogul. He really doesn't live in Chicago that much anymore, but he told me, he's like, you're no longer a personal trainer. He's like, you know, even if you are still personal training people, you are not a personal trainer anymore. You got to bring your boat. You're Zach Curry on the real estate broker. And from, and that stuck with me from that moment on. And that was 2015. And I was no longer a trainer anymore, even though I still trained 20, 30 hours a week up until like 2017, 2018. Oh, no way. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So you just fully embraced it. So I fully embraced it. I got on social media. I called everybody I knew, friends, family, and just started, you know, trying to meet new people, network. Social media for me was a huge part of like my, my, my branding from the beginning. Wow. Yeah. And so was that something that you were doing prior to, um, when you were in fitness, you know, slightly, it's funny, social media, I I think just from the, right. I, I think just from the timing of it, because, you know, I think the Facebook was a big plat was, was probably the biggest platform for me at the beginning, you know, then it, you know, transitioned into Instagram, but like, you know, I got on there and I literally would go on Instagram messenger and go through all of my contacts. And I would I would send a form message, hey, this is Zach Coran, I'm now a real estate broker. You know, I'd love to connect with you when you have time. So I went through that, you know, for the first couple of years and I let everybody know, you know, on social and like I said, my friends and my family and uh, you know, people that um people in my life, I let let them know what I was doing. And, and talk to me a little bit about the relationship part of it, of building these new relationships and, and sure. how you went about that. I mean, you're a very personable guy, so I'm sure it wasn't too difficult for you, right? But <laughs> I'm sure there was a strategy also that, that you wanted to be intentional about uh, the, the type of community that you were building around yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, I just, I wanted to be authentic and intentional and create relationships that were going to be really, really long lasting. And, you know, I found, I found a lot of success in that, you know, with being authentic and honest and just letting people know, you know, that, you know, you're there to be, you're, you're there to help them, you know, you're there to provide a service and you're there to, and you're there to help them with their, with really the biggest purchase of their life, 100%. you know, the biggest sale of their lives. So by setting that intention from the beginning, I think that's helped, you know, um, helped me create my business, uh, for term. And if I may just kind of bring up, because I think part of, uh, of your demeanor is just, and you mentioned is helping others, but even beyond just the transaction of a real estate, you've been through some stuff, right? And, and sure. one of the things that you're, if I may say, been sober for eight years. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'll and, be, it'll and, be, yeah. It'll, no, what I was going to say was, yeah, it'll be eight years and three in, in about three weeks. So wow. yeah, coming up on that eight year mark. Thank you. Yeah. But you have really overcome from a place of... <sighs> 
Maybe we'll say a lack of abundance to a place of abundance, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I a mean, journey. I mean, I'll be honest. I was living in my car eight years ago. That's crazy. You know, and it was more of like, you know, I mean, yeah, I was spiritually, morally, financially bankrupt. And then, uh, you know, I just uh, finally, you know, as the cliche of uh, I was sick, of, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And uh, I got some help. And that has, you know, I mean, that first off and foremost from recovery and the sobriety, you know, that has given me a different life beyond my wildest dreams. Can't even imagine. Uh, yeah. so, so when it comes to overcoming, I mean, going from, <clears throat> you know, starting a job in a different field, it doesn't seem like it's the most difficult thing to overcome when you're having to overcome the struggles of life, right? Right. Is that fair to say? Oh, 1000%. You know, it's, you know, I like to, I, you know, I've, I've used the tools from recovery and I've applied it to the rest of my life. You know, and I feel like, you know, if I can use the, those foundational tools that, that I've learned, you know, like consistency, hard work, community, service, if I can use really like keep it simple with like those four or five things and apply that to like fatherhood, my real estate business, my personal relationships, my own personal life, you know, then there's going to be some success there. And don't get me wrong. It's not rainbows and butterflies every day, <laughs> you know, but like with the perseverance that I've learned in recovery and I, you know, that I've learned there first, like nothing, you know, I mean, I always, I always like to say there are no problems today, only situations. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What advice would you give the people in that situation? Maybe not even as dire, but that they could take away from, or I mean, maybe even so, right? That, there's a little bit of despair. There's that sick and tired of, of being sick and tired uh, in whatever circumstance they find themselves. What, what, is that, that, what was that first step for you to evolve uh, beyond being sick and tired? And, yeah. and, and to, to quote you is, is that you have found uh, peace and contentment in your life. So that's a huge, huge difference from you know, being sick and tired of this to finding peace and contentment in your life. What, what was that first step for you? That has been... I like how you bring up the peace and contentment. That's been my biggest win. You know, like the cash and the prizes is, is the peace and content and happiness and joy. That, that's, that's the cash and prizes. Absolutely. You know, it's not the bright and shiny materialistic things like we've talked, like you and I've talked about before, you know, it's, it's the peace, it's the hope, it's the, it's the presence, you know, um, you know, that, that truly is like what I found, you know, today. And it's such a good feeling. Um, but, you know, if somebody is, you know, my suggestion is, and I tell, and I, and I like to, you know, I've, I've helped, um, I like to be of service, you know. My suggestion is, you know, just ask for help. You know, there, there, are, there are so many people out there that can, that can help somebody that, you know, is struggling with addiction. And, uh, and we're here to help, you know, just, you just gotta, you know, you have to, you have to ask for it though. Sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, right? It's the hardest thing to do. And, and it's, you would think it's, it's just that easy, I mean, just reaching out to someone. But who, who was that for you? You don't think you know, by name, but how, how did you approach that? And, and what's the biggest takeaway from having done so? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for me, I think it was, you know, a couple things. You know, I think I had banged my head against the wall enough times to where I mean, I had, I mean, I was back and forth, you know, five, five years of trying to, trying to get sober and trying, you know, and then trying it my way, you know, and then one day, you know, I finally just kind of, I did, I had a white light moment, you know, I truly believe that, you know, something greater than me, you know, brought me into recovery. You know, obviously I've done the work, you know, but like, I couldn't stop. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I couldn't, you know, once I started, I couldn't stop, you know, until everything was gone. 
so for me, it was a finally, it was making a decision, you know, to obviously, you know, I had to have, had a mindset shift very quickly that, like I said, I, I really don't think had to do with myself. And then I took the necessary steps to, you know, get into treatment and then, you know, and then live this, uh, live this life of recovery. That's amazing. And yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, it really is. I mean, congratulations, obviously, but on the other end of it, wow, what an incredible story that you're able to share and, and help others get that, you know, attain the same peace and contentment you found. Absolutely. You know, and for me today, it truly is about carrying the message, you know, and, and, and when I say the message, but being of service and helping others, because I found that I, you know, I got this gift that I had, you know, I never, ever thought I was going to get. You know, I mean, I was, I was literally, you know, I mean, I was on my way to death very, very quickly. Wow. And I got this beautiful gift. I got to have this beautiful life, you know, and I, I mean, the least I can do is carry that message to other people. And, and, and with that, um, as you've seen in, in your business, like with real estate, uh-huh. I think that one of the things is when you're first starting out, you're, you're hungry, right? And, and whatever kind of comes your <laughs> way, you're, you're taking it. So as, as I think. What are the, the luxury of being in business longer is you get to be a little more selective about the community you're building, right? Sure. And, and again, to quote you, is that one of the things is you want to connect with people in not only in real estate, but mental health and entrepreneurship. Those are, you know, the uh, kind of the, the your, your tribe, if you will, right? How have you been able to do that through real estate? And, and how what advice would you give to maybe even younger or um, I guess for that matter, people who haven't figured out how to create a community within real estate so that it, there's a fulfillment in what you do beyond just transacting on on real estate. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the transactional part is really just, uh, it's just part of the process. It's, it's, it's not part of the why for me anyways. You know, and I think just truly, truly trying to find um, the things you care about, you know, in your own life. And for me, it's entrepreneurship. I like working for myself. I like growing um, I like working, you know, I like having my own business. I like, I like constantly growing and seeking, but also like in the recovery world, in the mental health ward, you know, uh, mental health world, you know, the same, same way. Like those things are like probably the two biggest important, you know, things in my life, you know, besides being a dad, <laughs> you know, that's probably the third one, but no dad groups yet, but that might be to come. Um, but you know, but to my, you know, the point is like surround yourself with, uh, with the things that like that are most important to you, you know, connect with communities that are, you know, that are part of these things. Right. You know, so I've surrounded myself in both of those types of worlds and, um, you know, it's great because then you can, you know, you, you, you get, you get yourself in a mindset where, you know, like, okay, how can I help these people that are helping me? You know, and then that's, you know, that truly becomes a community. And I'm sure that's what's feeding you too. You know, it can't help but succeed in every aspect of life when you take that approach. (sighs) Absolutely. Like we talk, you know, you and I've talked about this, but like the why can't be the the cash and prizes, you know, that's going to come. Listen, if you're treating well, if you're treating people well and you're filling a need and you're being of service, you know, and you're thinking, you're, you're truly thinking about, you know, what, what someone, you know, what's important to them and what they need and how you can help them it's going to come, you know, and it has, you know, but again, like it's that peace, joy, and happiness that you get to see and experience versus the other. Right. And that's yep. truly what's important. Absolutely. So how, how has that for you changed in your career? So over the last eight years of, of being licensed and, you know, now kind of being fully <laughs> emerged in this, uh-huh. right. That where have you seen uh, how you market yourself change to create 
connections and, and relationships versus, uh, you know, for when you first started, maybe you know, advertising all over mm, the place or, yeah. you know, how, how has that changed? And I'm not saying that, you, you, you know, that's not a good thing and you shouldn't, but have you noticed that you don't need to do certain things that you did in the beginning that now you focus more on something that's a little more fruitful for you? Yeah, right. absolutely. That's a great question. I think at the beginning, you know, we're, 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 we're chasing a lot, right? You're chasing a lot. You're trying to get your name out there. You're trying to, you kind of don't know what's, you, you, you don't know what's going to come to fruition and what, and what's not going to, you know what I mean? So you're chasing a lot of different things. And you know, the reality of it is you get burned a little bit and that's okay. You know, I mean, that's, that's part of the process. I'm grateful for all those, all those situations that never, that, that never happened. You know, because then you start to learn. That's the only way we, that's really the only way we learn, you know? So like from a marketing standpoint, I mean, I did a lot of different type of marketing things at the beginning, you know, marketing uh, campaigns, if you will. You know, I did the Zillow, I did the billboards, you know, I did all of it. But luckily, you know, I mean, I've really found that like, you know, my business is built around the relationships. So today, you know, it's more about, you know, um, you know, just taking care of the people that have helped me. You know, and that's, and, you know, the, and the people that I've, that I have helped as well, you know, whether they're referral partners, whether they're past clients, whether they're current clients, whether they're my friends, you know, those are the people that I truly, truly work with and market to today. How have you seen real estate change in the perception of your client's eyes, right? Where uh, maybe in years past, it was always that real estate was a place you lived in, right? And now it's becoming the, in some cases, the most sought after investment form, right? Do you find that those clients that, that were just home buyers uh, have now become investors. Do you see that shifting at all in, in your demographic or is it something that's still very much like people buy because they want to live in the house that they're buying? No, that's a great question. I think people, I think people are definitely more investor conscious than they used to be. I think bigger pockets <laughs> yeah. has created a lot of that, especially with, you know, the younger generation with people trying to buy, you know, and invest into multi-units and house hack. And that's, I do, you know, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of that, uh, you know, do a lot of those, you know, on a yearly basis. But I think people, I think people still want to like where they live. You know, I, more importantly, I think people still want to love where they live. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're just kind of coming out of like a really, you know, we're kind of coming out of a, you know, the top of the market. So, you know, I mean, I think people have been a little more wary about, you know, worry about buying, you know, in the last three to six months. Yep. Uh, but I think we'll see more of that as the, you know, we get a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a correction. The market's changing. Everything has changed. All yeah, flows, the balls, right? right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And now tell me about the future for you. What, uh, what do you hold uh, near and dear and what can we expect or what are some of the hopes and dreams for the Zach Karan uh, Group real estate uh, <laughs> brand, yeah, no, thanks for asking. You know, it's it's really exciting. I think right now we're, t you know, you know, I have a small team here in Chicago. There's just a few of us brokers. We have a marketing assistant, and a transaction coordinator. I think we're gonna. I think I'm gonna. You know, I think we're gonna start growing the team again. Nice. You know, so that was one thing that when I left Compass and I went to EXP. Um, we just wanted to get back to like, like we just talked about was taking care of our clients, taking care of our sphere, sphere, uh, sphere. And then, uh, you know, and we, and we did, we've done that for two years, you know, we've done, we've had pretty good success at it. So I think we want to get, I think we want to start growing the team again. I want to start growing the team again and, uh, you know, setting some new goals and just, um, really hopefully starting to help more people. That's awesome. Now, are like I know a lot of realtors are, are focused in you know, different states and whatever. Now, are, are you specifically focused in the Chicagoland area and are looking to grow the team here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think Chicago suburbs. I have a broker who's um, 
who's my partner. She's she's in the suburbs. So oh you nice. Know. So you got both places covered. Yeah. So we've, we have so we have the west suburbs covered. I do a little bit on the north shore as well. So okay. I think you know this, our suburbs are covered. Maybe one more person in the suburbs, but uh, more help in the city would be great. Well, there you go. If you're out there listening and you want to join the Zach Coran group, uh, you can do so by contacting them directly. How can people find you? Yeah, people can find me either, you know, um, on my website at ZachCoranGroup.com, uh, Instagram, Zach Coran Real Estate, or Zach Coran on Facebook. Awesome. Well, Zach, I appreciate you, uh, your friendship, coming in, sharing your story. I mean, I know there's a lot of vulnerability in that. Uh, not all real estate, right? But <laughs> yeah. You don't always get all real estate when, when you're dealing with people. And uh, I just appreciate you for what you do for others as well. Likewise, man. And, you know, I think, you know, the, the great thing is about, I mean, the great thing is, is that, you know, life, life and real estate go together, you know, and, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been awesome sitting here with you today. And yeah, thank you again. 